0: Welcome everyone, I'm Sherry Braithwaite and I'm here with Denise Druse. Welcome Denise, I'm so glad that you could come today.
1: Thanks Sherry, it's always fun to talk to you in this way. I love the work that you're doing and I'm happy to share any insights I have with you and with your audience.
0: Thank you. I have for many years asked, I've turned to Denise for my motivator or my inspiration when it comes to fitness. And, um, and yet I am one of those people that set a resolution at the beginning of the year uh, to do more fitness and to increase my exercising and change my lifestyle. And then by January 21st, it's, um, gone. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm the only one listening to this that feels that way or if that happens, but um, I know that Denise is a great motivator and that there are a lot of people who actually do this. Um, It is now January 28th and I know January 1st is when all the gyms were full, right? That's when everyone set their New Year's resolutions. And so Denise, I am wondering, first of all, let's talk a little bit about um, how you got started doing fitness and kind of, you know, the evolution, what has happened. Okay. Years.
1: All right. Great. And I definitely want to get back to some of the things you just said. So I, I'd like to circle back to that when we talk about, um, you know, what is your why? So what we're going to come back to that because I think the New Year's resolution thing, we all know that it's absolutely true that those resolutions usually are short term. And so we'll we'll kind of talk about why in a few minutes. But for now, okay, so I started, um, I, I was A dancer when I was a kid all through high school, and that was my kind of sport, so to speak, and so when I got out of high school I got a job at a health club. um, A club for women called sophisticated lady and um, shortly after I was hired they filed bankruptcy and all the instructors. Left. And so the manager said, We need someone to teach class today. Will you do that? So I ran back to the Lost and Found and found some, you know, sweatpants and leg warmers and a terry cloth headband and went out barefoot into this green shag carpeting and taught aerobics to three very large women. And it was it was so fascinating to me to see them come in. They they obviously dragged themselves in, you know, maybe it was a New Year's resolution, I don't know, but they you could tell there were they just felt like, oh, I have to be here. And once we started moving and the music started playing, I just saw their faces change. They started to smile. And by the time we finished, they were laughing and happy. And I just got this spark in me at that time of like what fitness could do for people. And that was it. I mean, I was really captured that day. So I studied health education in college, went on to get a master's degree in public health. And every single day of my life since then I've pulled on stretchy pants and (laughs) gone to work. And, um, I, I just get to make people happier than when they walk in the door and you know, what a gift that is.
0: Yes. And I love your um, motto, which is I elevate people. Is that what, is that your motto? Yeah, we, I did a
1: yoga retreat last year and we asked everyone to come up with some inanimate object that describes you. So I am a self-described elevator Uh and my role on this planet is when you're around me, we are, we're going up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> true. that is true about denise for sure i love that
1: we are just going to elevate our conversations our energy our vitality our goals and um you know we're all just we i just want everyone to leave me better than you know than i found them
0: yes that's so good well i would love to dive more into some of the things that you've done with um how you have influenced people over the years And I know if you, if people go to your website, denisedrews.com, um, that you can see kind of a resume, but I think it's even a fraction of her experiences on there, a list of things that, that you've done, Denise, that where you, that's all you have done for so many years, most of your life that Mm -hmm. you were able to, um, this build people, whether it is through, um, public speaking or teaching other instructors you know certifying the yoga instructors you're owning your gym that you owned for years the the all-female gym which was so fun yeah. and um oh. there's those commercials and there's <laughs> interviews and news reports there there's just so many good things that you're doing that I have loved watching you and so that let me ask you this um you told me once that the number one question that you get asked is how can i become motivated to exercise yeah. so what is answer what you so
1: saying? that is the number one question right and it's just it it kind of makes me laugh because it it i just picture someone sitting on their sofa watching Netflix with a giant soda and a bag of potato chips going, I'm waiting. Where's the motivation fairy? Where's the motivation (laughs) fairy? I'm just waiting till I feel like going to the gym. And (laughs) I'll just tell you, like, like I have to be there on most days, right? Because I've set up a, a system for myself where I have classes and clients. And so, you know, that, you might look at my life and say, well, that's easy for you to say, because you have to be there. Okay. So set up a system for yourself where you have to be there, where you have to do it. Right. That's not that hard. And, and so what I find is like getting in action is what creates motivation, not the, not the other way around. And as soon as we lace up those tennis shoes, like you're, you're halfway there when you get your clothes on your workout clothes on, Getting, like you, getting into the door of the gym or out your front door for a walk, that's the hard part, Yeah, right? That's the hard part. And then once you're moving, even if you said, I'm just going to go for five minutes today, you will almost always go longer than that because it starts to feel really good. Your body wants to be in motion and an object in motion stays in motion. And day after day after day, you're building on that habit. So I think what we have to realize is when people say, I'm waiting to get motivated, what they're also saying is exercise is so hard. It's so hard. It's hard to get myself out the door. It's hard to find childcare for my kids. It's hard to like, it's all hard. Right. And I just have to really reflect back to them. You know, what's hard is being unhealthy, What's hard is having achy joints all the time because you're not moving your body. What's hard is not having energy and not being able to sleep at night and having digestive issues. That's all really hard. And so you're choosing your hard, you know, you can choose exercise and fitness, which gives you a million benefits, or you can choose not doing that and how's that working for you? So it's kind of a tough love question, but choose your heart.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I knew that you would have answered that I wouldn't want to hear, (laughs) but I think, I think that's what it is. It's, it's the focus on the heart and it's, and so to me, I sometimes feel like it's laziness, but there are so many other things in my life where I'm not lazy. I would yeah i wouldn't describe yeah. myself as lazy
1: you're not but, lazy um, at all you're you're a go getter with a lot of energy i would say for you what i think the hardest thing for you and someone like you is you are genetically thin right you don't have you you don't have the motivation to lose weight right and that's a big motivator for a lot of people for a lot of reasons but when you're naturally thin then it's easy to you know, to not have that urgency. And so that's where I said, I want to go back to a why for you. And for so many people, weight loss is not a motivator all by itself. Fitting into skinny jeans is not a motivator all by itself. That's why New Year's resolutions fail because we are too short-sighted. What if your why was, I want to be riding bikes with my daughter when I'm 70 years old. Yeah. I want to be able to go hiking with my friends without going into three months training to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be injury free. Um, I want to sleep better at night. I want to feel really good in my skin. You know, I want to like be be able to wear short sleeves in the summer and be just and just feel good in my own skin. Um, I want to go to a pool party, and and be comfortable. You know, getting it like the, there are just other reasons that can be more motivating than just the what the scale says.
0: Yeah, I love that. In fact, Denise, I I think that's the biggest motivation for me is to focus on the benefits. What are all the benefits? <laughs> I should make a list of a hundred things, and I think that would be motivating for me too. Like clarity of thought, I know that is also a benefit of of being exercised. Totally. The mental
1: benefits. (laughs) If you go to your medicine cabinet and uh, let me just give a disclaimer, I am absolutely not a doctor and I am not saying, I'm not trying to play doctor right here, but I will suggest that when we go to our medicine cabinets and we look at all of the pills we take for all the different things, and let's just say I get up in the morning and I take, um, Ibuprofen because I have a headache, and then I um, take something else for my digestive system, and I take something else because I can't sleep at night. You know, like you look at the medicine cabinet. A good, sound exercise and nutrition program promises to help you scale all of that back. Back. Yeah so that you're only medicating what's absolutely, you know, urgent to medicate, right? And the things like, I can't sleep at night, so I take a pill for that. You get a good hard workout in the day, you're gonna sleep better at night, you know? Um, so, yeah.
0: Well, and I, I would like you to dive more if you don't mind, <laughs> even into that piece. Um, and the reason why I'm, I'm thinking that is because, um, In a lot of your classes, you teach, you're going to teach the benefits of fitness Mm -hmm. and mostly yoga because you're doing, you do mostly yoga right now. But um, what would you tell someone just, I mean, yeah, all of these things that you're saying for sure, health and for sure, mental health and energy and feeling good about yourself and looking good. I know there's a lot of just physiological effects that um, we're not aware of um, with exercise of how um, our body processes minerals better and nutrients. And I don't know how much more you wanna dive into that, but anyway, maybe not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I would love for you to talk to a nutritionist about that. I can speak to it at the surface but I know there are people who are much more qualified than me to really talk like the chemical reactions in the body and that's fascinating. There's so much there um, when you lean over into that nutrition side, but I will speak to it from the exercise and fitness side that um that that does also change the chemistry of the body so you talked about um mental clarity and memory and um just just being really clear-headed and focused Um, having good circulation is a massive benefit of exercise So every time you push your body, even if you're going for a brisk walk around the block, you're asking your heart to pump harder. That's essentially what cardiovascular exercise is. Your your muscles are asking for more blood. And so your heart responds. And every time your heart responds, it gets stronger. And then there's this awesome relationship between your brain and your lungs and your heart and your muscles where your body is producing all the feel-good hormones Mm -hmm. at a higher level. So serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin, all the things that we pay big pharma billions of dollars for can naturally be produced in our brain and exercise is a massive source of that. So you've heard about the runner's high, you know? That's what's available to you in the middle of a good workout. You just get this cascade of chemicals And then every single system in your body works better.
0: Oh, that's so good. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is good enough for me to get me motivated, started for sure. And then having the benefits, the physical benefits of it. I know that that's the part of the reward as well.
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, really simple things like um, lower blood pressure which is, helps you manage your, you know, your energy feels more stable. Um, you know, a stronger heart that I just talked about, better circulation, the ability to take a deep breath and get oxygen into the bottom of, bottom of your lungs, believe it or not, is unusual. Like most people breathe into the top one third of their lungs. So people who have a regular exercise habit, breathe more deeply. And that just feels good to breathe into the full expanse of your lungs. So your respiratory system improves, your brain capacity improves. at, you know, energy levels, we can really talk a lot about how exercise helps you keep your energy balanced. So if you struggle with anxiety or depression, exercise is a wonderful tool in your toolkit, not to cure those things, but definitely as an added um, you know an added piece to the puzzle.
0: So what would how would you tell someone where they can start? Where's a good place to start if they're like me, not really. I'm, my exercise is, yeah, once in a while, I'll go for a bike ride or run around the block or go sledding or <laughs> whatever yeah. here yeah. and there. But what, what about like an exercise program? Where would you suggest
1: starting? Okay, great. So I, now I'm going to put on my prescriptive cap and be your personal trainer. Um, everything you just described, I would call activity. And it's great, right? Move your body, get out in the fresh air, do things that you love. That's great. In addition to all of that, it's really important for all of these benefits, you need consistency. You need something that you do on most days. And I would advise that we all work towards six days a week. And the way for that to work is you have to pick a time of day that's not gonna get messed with. And for most people, that means morning before the day gets started. And that's the hard thing, right? We're choosing our hard. So if your day just if you hit the ground running at 7:30 with kids and whatever, then six o'clock is going to have to be your time. Yeah. And I hate that. <laughs> I hate that, but there were many years with small kids that that was my only time. Yeah. And so, so you choose your time and you commit, first and foremost, to consistency. I'm going to do something every day this week at this time. And you might say five minutes. And then you're going to work that up to 10 and you're going to stretch it to 15. Eventually, and this is what scares people away. Eventually, I would love to see you exercising, sweaty, hard, just like hard, moderate to hard exercise, one hour a day, six days a week.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: That's the goal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but that's a good goal I'm down the road a little.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you have to start somewhere because that's why new year's resolutions don't work. People say on January 1st I'm going to start 6 days a week an hour a day. That's too much. Yeah. That's like trying to be a chef and I've never even made macaroni and cheese, you know? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's a good analogy too. <laughs> And then um, how, I guess, just picking what you like doing too. I mean, I love yoga. I love weightlifting. I don't love um, cycling. I have a tiny bit of, of um, what is that called? Exercise-induced asthma. If, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm just not in shape. So um, I guess just finding all the different options, something that you like. I imagine that's part of it too, is that it has to be something that you enjoy doing. <laughs> Can't force yeah. It.
1: Yeah. I, I, that's definitely helpful and so people who belong to a gym usually do better because you have choices you have so many options um but now with with the pandemic going on for two years now there are so many virtual opportunities to work out so um, let's put a link to my youtube page in your show notes because i've got almost 400 videos now on my YouTube page that I've got cycling, I've got step aerobics, I've got resistance, total body conditioning and yoga. And so you can find something there. And and I'm one of millions of people with YouTube channels. So there's, that's no excuse, right? Right. Um, Find something you like, but I find people stick with it longer if they do something different every day.
0: Oh, Wow. Yeah. So you have to stick to one thing.
1: Yeah. So what if you did, um, what if you, Monday was your walking day and you go for a long walk and Tuesday is your, uh, resistance training day. And then Wednesday you go to the community center and you swim and Thursdays you're back to resistance training, different body parts. And Fridays, um, let's say you go to you're, you're on a treadmill or, um, maybe, maybe you like, zumba you know a dance kind of class or something fun like that so if you can mix it up like that you'll never you won't get bored
0: yeah that's a good idea too i love it that's so good so what what would you say are the top excuses that people tell you (laughs) that they why they can't exercise
1: well, besides I'm not motivated, you know, and, you know, again, back to you, there's, there are people that just don't have like deep compelling reasons. If you went to the doctor tomorrow and and your doctor said, if you don't start exercising, this really bad thing is going to happen to you. That would be motivation to start. Right. So I think number one is people just don't have a deep, why a deep sense of motivation. Um, I, I don't have time is definitely, uh, you know, a big one. Uh, so I just, I ask my clients to log for three days, just log what you do with your time, just keep track. And when people see how much time they spend scrolling or, you know, things like Netflix or, I mean, I can putz around the house and find the stupidest things to do. Yeah. I waste a lot of time. And when I add up those little 10, 10 minute, 15 minute increments of scrolling, there's my hour for a workout. Yeah. So times a factor energy, like I don't have the energy. And I think we address that one, like we'll then get moving because then you'll create energy. Um, I think some people an excuse excuses, I don't know what to do or how to do it. And I don't want to hurt myself. So I, I want to make sure that I have proper form and I can't hire I don't, can't afford a personal trainer, you know? So for that, I would, I would steer someone to, um, you know, a YouTube teacher like myself that gives a lot of instruction during the videos. And so you can start at home and build a base there.
0: Oh yeah. So that, so what you would say to overcome any of these is basically just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just <start> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would say, choose your hard. You know, I don't have time either. And I do it, you know, I don't have energy either. And I, and I do it. I don't have, you know, I would just, uh, I a tough love. Um, you're choosing your heart and we're, we're literally choosing the way we die. And I I, I don't want to, I guess I do want to be dramatic about that, but you know, what I want to do is I want to die well into my nineties, if not hundreds still with some vitality left in me, but this, I just used up this body and it's just not going to work anymore. You know, as opposed to the way so many people are passing. Now, you know, if you look at our society, we've become so sedentary and we our posture is so we're so curled over on ourselves and we struggle so much with things like depression and anxiety and self-esteem issues, like all of the things that just like life can be so dark under that weight. And, and it's killing us, right? Our stress is killing us. So, yeah I, yeah, I would just say, you know, how do you, how do you want to die? <laughs> how do you want to live? Yeah. And, and how do you want to die? Right?
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love, those are some of the other benefits that I've known, um, I've heard about is um, the, all the mental health stuff that you were talking about, yeah. the depre- that it actually helps with the depression and anxiety and stress relieving, because, um, like I, t- we talked about the physiological effects those have on us and how exercising releases those out of our yeah, body, yeah, sweat, yeah. energy and, and all that. that
1: and can I, can I bring in another big why for um, you? Being a mother of a young girl, I can't think of a bigger why yeah. because our daughters are watching us and, um, young women are struggling so much with anxiety, depression, body image issues, confidence, Um, and a good exercise routine can help them so much be confident in their bodies. Young women that participate in any kind of sports just tend to have better self-esteem and self-worth. And so as your daughter watches you become stronger every day and committed to an exercise routine that will inspire her. And that will tell her that like, this is for every body, regardless of what your body's shape and size is like, you're going to feel better if you use it and move it, you know? So I'll just tell a funny little anecdote. I don't have girls, so I can't speak to that, but I have three boys. And one time my oldest was very young at the time. I think he was like eight. And he was with a boy from across the street. And I heard them the other boy said, dude, have you seen my dad's muscles? And my son said, huh, dude, have you seen my mom's muscles? (laughs) And that is motivation enough for me that, you know, your kids are watching you and they're proud of your accomplishments, you know? So, um, so if nothing else, like let's do it for our kids and the young people around us, let's inspire them. So good. Yes,
0: I, I agree. A hundred percent. You, you've also told me that you have, um, a formula specific to age with cardio and resistance and like, which one is best um, yeah. based on age or their physical needs?
1: Yes. I really love this. I learned this so long ago from a man at the Cooper clinic. Um, he was a cardiologist and his name was Arnie Smith. At the time, he was in his 70s and he was just incredibly fit. And he said, with every decade of our lives, the ratio of st- cardiovascular exercise and resistance training shifts. So essentially, um, he, he said, at the time I was in my 30s, and he said, okay, you're in your 30s. So 30% of your time, your exercise time should be spent on resistance and 70% on cardiovascular activity. As we age, we need more resistance and less of the cardiovascular. So now that I'm in my 50s, I literally have that ratio split down the middle. And if I do an hour workout, I'll do 30 minutes cardio and 30 minutes resistance. I'm uh, as I'll turn 60 next year. And when I turn 60, I'm going to shift it again and I'm going to up my resistance training and, you know, kind of push out a little bit more of the cardiovascular. So, um, The cardiovascular benefits are like for the heart and the lungs and the the respiratory system. But as we age, the things we struggle with are things like, um, you know, injury to our joints and bone density and, and our posture suffers. And then just the ability to have strength to do daily activities. That's what suffers as we age. So his philosophy is every decade of your life, change that ratio a little bit more Um, so that as you age, you're doing more strength training.
0: Wow, I, and that's opposite of what I would think. I would think the older you get, the more cardio you need, (laughs) that's, that's actually better. I don't mind the resistance as much as the cardio.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we don't need, like, as you age, you just don't have the need. You're not as, um, You're probably not running marathons into your seventies and eighties, right? You don't have that need for that high level of cardio that you do when you're younger. Plus there, there tends to not be the, uh, such a great need for, um, you know, like burning calories because again, you're just not as active. Um, and all of the injuries that older folks suffer are, you know, can be helped or, and prevented to some degree by having stronger muscles, joints, and bones.
0: Oh, wow. This is good stuff, Denise. I think that we could go on forever uh, talking about <laughs> all of this good stuff. I did want to ask just in closing, um, I, I know that you, with you having been committed for 40 plus years of doing this, um, how has that, how have you stayed motivated? Why, and then, um, maybe you can help us to create our way. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, you know, I I said earlier, like most days I have to be there. I have to, you know, I have to show up. There are people depending on me in in classes and clients and whatnot. So that's how I long ago overcame that motivation piece. But, um, you know, like even when I'm on vacation, I'll find a way to be active every day to get some exercise in. So the why for me, or I guess what keeps me excited about it is number one, all of the benefits. I just, I'm almost 60 and I feel like I live in a 30 year old body. I just, I love the feeling of being strong and healthy. Um, I, you know, I am aging and you look in the mirror and things change on your body. And I, like, I think it's really good to, to focus more on how you feel. And being, doing exercise does keep the focus for me on that versus how it looks. And I think that's really helpful for long-term. Um, I love being a role model. I love bringing people like you into uh, an excitement for their bodies, uh, a, a, an appreciation for the vehicle that you live in. I, I love that when I'm able to bring someone over to the light side. Um, And I just get to see that a lot. I've I have probably taught tens of thousands of human beings over those years. And I love, again, back to the beginning, I love that people leave a workout happier than when they started. They have a smile on their face. They're lighter literally, their bodies just you can tell they are, there's a spring in their step. So that's what keeps me going.
0: Yeah, you have been the one to help them make that difference. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, so how can we figure out what our why is in motivating? And you've mentioned quite a bit of ideas, suggestions about what the benefits might be. Um, but yeah, How do we figure out what our big why is? any of our goals that we set we just need to know we need to know why we need to know the biggest why.
1: yeah so um if i was anthony robbins <laughs> and we were thinking really big about like the your vision for your life your dream for your life like what is it like where do you see yourself 10 years from now and that's always a really great exercise so so from the moment that we're having this conversation, just think for a moment, how old will I be 10 years from today? And when I think about that, I'll be 68 years old. Okay, great. So 68 years old. And you might even think about the age of the people around you. How old will they be at that time? That's a significant shift, right? From today till then. If I keep doing what I'm doing today, how will that impact that person 10 years from today? And you know the saying, if you always do it, you've always done, da-da-da-da-da. Um, the sad thing about being a human in a human body is it doesn't stay the same. That if we do exactly what we're doing today, it's downhill from here. We, our body's age, right? And so what are the chances that you're going to be stronger 10 years from today if you don't take action today? What are the chances that you're going to be fitter, healthier? you know, have been better mental clarity and productivity and creativity. What are the chances if you just do exactly what you're doing? Yeah. And so I think that's motivation. So you look ahead at that 10 years and there's your why, like the vision of you, you know, I don't know, doing a sport that you love or traveling to a location where you really want to go and, and jumping on bikes and riding through the countryside in this, you know, in Italy, um, what what's that vision? That's the why. I love that. That's, so find some pictures of that and put them around your house to remind you because you're not gonna start training for that nine years from today. It's true. You've got it like that's a ten year project, right?
0: It's ah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sharing such great stuff, Denise. I love it. I love everything you've shared.
1: Do you love it enough to make a commitment to um, do something?
0: Yes, I actually do. So what's your first step? So my very first step is to get a membership at my local gym. I've been thinking about it and it's just something that, yeah, you just keep thinking about and saying someday, one day I'll do it. But I think you really, I think what you said at the beginning that um, when I, I was thinking that it's of course, something that I didn't want to hear, but it, it's the answer <laughs> <laughs> is to just do it and to not and to, it's okay to see that it's hard, but do it anyway and and um and I love and also to be consistent, consistently for six days a week, starting off with 15 minutes a day instead of I was thinking yeah an hour, but that I'm just not anywhere near that and it's it is it does feel overwhelming, but just 15 minutes a day um, doing something consistently, your classes online, you're easy. so easy to wake up in the morning and do your yoga class or your, your step or whatever you're doing. Um, different every single day, 15 minutes. So that's my first step is, um, 15 minutes every day at 6 AM a morning. That's my morning. Uh, that's when I have all my motivation is first thing in the morning. And then yeah, and then that gym membership, and whether that's just a few times out of the week or whether it's you know a couple times a month, but having that membership, I think also would would be part of that. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. options. The gym is what I like. What I like to do is weights, weightlifting, and, I, and that's actually what gets me
1: started. Great um, to be excited. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so I'm going to just challenge you and all the listeners to to do exactly what Sherry just did, which is create a real actionable goal. And what Sherry just said, both of those things are very, very doable starting today. Mm-hmm. So you know what Sherry, what you and I know is um, how quickly life can change. So uh, a couple of years ago, our mom was just driving her car to go to Walmart, and she got. Uh, t-boned on a highway and that drastically changed her life
0: yes.
1: in a split second. And so the point is like, we just don't know what tomorrow's going to look like, you know? So I want you to go to your activity center today and get that membership. So you can say you did, and you're just, you're right. Just having that is going to get you excited to use it.
0: Yes, and having that be one of the options that in is in addition to the other things that we can do.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Very good. Thank you, Denise. You're so good. You are so welcome.
1: Thanks for the time. Thanks for chatting.
0: Yeah. Have a great day. You too. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.